Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to this month's special episode of Chatting with Sherry. We are going to have what we call Sherry's Playhouse. This series is produced by Chatting with Sherry. Our play this week is entitled A Heavenly Hand, written and directed by Sherry Rabinowitz. Please welcome these talented players into your living room. Tanya Carr as Donna, Junior Paul as Tommy, Dee Baldus as Alexandra, Nancy Healy as Joan, and Sherry Rabinowitz as the narrator. A Heavenly Hand. The time is the present. The place, Los Angeles, California. Setting is Donna's loft in the warehouse district in downtown that has been changed into apartments by the creative residents. The place is decorated with movie posters and theatrical posters. The furniture is simple and in good condition. Donna has good taste, but no money. Act 1, Scene 1. Donna enters. She is a lovely girl in her 20s. She crosses to her tiny kitchen area. She places her doggy bag in the tiny fridge. She crosses to her couch and flops down. Tommy enters, bursting into the room. Tommy is attractive, and he is very comfortable in her apartment. He is her best friend with his own key. He crosses the apartment to grab something out of the refrigerator. Hi. Just come on in. Don't be shy. Where are you tonight, then? Beverly Hills or Beverly? Hollywood Hills. I hate parties. Why the hell do I do this to myself? Why do beautiful people eat rabbit food? To stay beautiful, of course. Hey, Tommy, I'm going home. What? Why? I was at this party, and I thought, why am I here? I was watching all these weird people. Here they were, all these girls my age with Botox that they don't need. The haves were acting like demigods, and the have-nots were begging for scraps. I felt like an alien in the room. I could have been invisible as far as they were all concerned. I have an education. I could be a teacher. I'm going home. Hold it. Just just stop. Please let me say you've said this before. And uh, go ahead. Do your best, but I'm not changing my mind. Donna grabs a sandwich and starts to munch on it. Tommy starts to make another one. Quote, I'll use my teaching credentials and grow up to be more like my mom. Honey, you're already grown up. You're too good an actress to give it all up. Oh, shut up. She puts the sandwich carefully back down on her plate. Her eyes lowers to the table. Are you really serious? Of course. But why? I'm 30, and I'm still doing featured parts. I have no one but you and Joan in my life. I'm surrounded by strangers who don't care about me, except for you two. I talked it over with my sister, and... Joan, you're taking advice from your dingy sister. Is this brilliant reasoning hers? Because it doesn't sound like you at all, my friend. She's so dizzy, but when she stands still, she's still spinning. You can get off my sister's back right now, Tommy. She's on your side, and I'm thinking this way, me. I am done sticking it out. I'm through with it. I'm going home. 
Well, since you won't listen to me and you're all decided, I'll just take my rabbit food and go home. Scene two. Donna is in her sweats doing yoga. There is a rapid knock on the door and then the sound of a key. A woman enters. She looks somewhat like Joe, like Donna. Donna smiles at her sister and holds up one finger. So, did you do it? Yep. I've seen a couple of people, but no one has impressed me yet. Tommy hates the whole idea of my leaving. <laughs> Great. Well, so we finally agree on something. I can hardly believe my tiny virgin ears. Will wonders ever cease? There's a knock on the door, and Donna gets up from the mat to answer it. She crosses the room and takes off her sweatshirt to reveal a very bright leotard. Ah, quick, give me a pair of sunglasses. <laughs> funny. You're so funny. Like a bad sitcom. It's Tommy, so would you lay off the jokes? <laughs> yeah, sure. I guess I'll just stand here in a sisterly glow. Donna reacts with a roll of her eyes and crosses to answer the door. Alexandra was at the door. She is a very kittenish woman. She has an aura that is very approachable. May I help you? Come in, please. That would be wonderful. My name is Alexandra, but my friends call me Alex. I'm here to view your flat. Wow, it's lovely. You have an amazing eye for style. You're Donna Katz, and this is your sister Joan, right? You're both so pretty. You just fit this place. Why on earth are you sublating? Your whole aura is just this flat. Uh, thanks. Wouldn't you come in, please? Donna steps back and lets Alexandra into the apartment. Hey, how did you know we were sisters? Alexandra seems to float into the room and gracefully slides onto the sofa. My dear, it was so easy. You both have the same lovely features. I could be wrong, of course. Some best friends look alike, but my feeling was sisters. I react on pure instinct. It's the best way to be, you know, instinctive. <laughs> May I ask what you do for a living? Of course you can, dear Joan. I'm a singer. I have a new gig singing in a club near here. Donna, did you ever think of becoming an actress? You're so lovely and you move like a panther, and your voice is almost hypnotic. Uh, I am. I mean... I was an actress. Why? Why was? Why use the past tense? Don't you have any faith in yourself, my dear? Not much. Please. What my sister is trying to say. I'm not trying. I'm simply saying. She's scared. She's subletting so she can run home with her tail between her legs. Joan! I'm disappointed because I think you're such an amazing girl and you have such talent. It's such a waste. But I have a great idea. When are you going home? Maybe we can share till you leave and split expenses and maybe Joan and I can talk you out of it. What do you think? <laughs> Why would you do that? Um, let's just say 
I hate the idea of a God-given talent going to waste. Every person on earth has a talent, and it's always so sad when people just give up on it because the going gets tough. Had a girl. I like you, Alexandra. Can I call you Alex? Of course, Joan. But, by the way, my full name is Alexandra Gold, and it's a joy to meet both of you. Oh, it's my pleasure to meet you. Joan walks over and shakes her hand. Welcome. There is a knock at the door, and Tommy enters. Hi. Anything new? Yes. You're going to have gold in the state of California for the first time in many years. Oh, except for the few pounds of it that are worn by men in singles bars. Joe, really? Well, that's my exit line. Nice to meet you, Alex. See ya. Tommy, we have an ally. Joan waves and leaves the apartment. Tommy looks Alex over and then crosses to the kitchen. As he makes himself a sandwich... And who might you be? I guess you have a deal, Alex. Tommy, I would like you to meet my new roommate, and later, the person who will sublet this place. So get to know her, because dear old friend, she's your new neighbor. Blackout. Scene three, the following morning. Tommy's fast knock is heard when he enters the apartment. He heads for the kitchen area and makes some cereal. Donna enters from her room in a robe. She does not react at all. She just kisses his cheek. Then she grabs a bagel and starts to eat her own breakfast. So, when does your new roommate arrive? Later this afternoon. Why? I was just wondering. Cinnamon? Donna hands Tommy a small tin. Did anyone ever tell you that you're a pushy guy? <laughs> nope. Well, you're terrified. Of what? Come on. It's me. You're renting half your apartment to a complete stranger, and she will take over your beloved loft. You're going to start home at you somewhere, and you're someone who has always hated change. Hated change. And you're changing every single thing that you love. Please don't try and tell me you're not scared out of your little mind, aren't you? I'm not scared. I said and mean it. Bullshit. Let me tell you what I've concluded from your answer. No! <laughs> I'll tell you anyway. You're lying. Not only are you lying to me, but you're lying to yourself, which is worse. Well, ain't you the clever boy? Well, thanks. <laughs> you're wrong, Sherlock. Sorry to spoil your psychic vision. Lying again. You're scared. Admit it. At least yourself is not to me. They sit eating in silence for a moment. How is your play going? Well, you're changing the subject. Yes, and so are you. Fine. If that's the way you're going to be, it's fine. In fact, it's almost done. Would you like to read it? Are you kidding? Well, if you're not interested. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Calm down. Look, when I'm finished, you'll be the first to read it. But I hope you like it. <laughs> Why wouldn't I? You're a wonderful writer. Okay, well, it's about a young actress scratching out a living, but she sticks it out to the end. She gets her dream, you see. And lives happily ever after, of course. Of course. 
Oh, I love a good fairy tale. Come here, Donna. Tickle, tickle, tickle. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone here is a critic. Blackout. Act 2, Scene 1. Alex and Donna are in the apartment two days later. Alex and Tommy are playing cards while Donna reads Tommy's play. She puts the script down and shakes her head in awe. When was your play produced? Last year for exactly two exciting, deluding months. You remember that, before the last ice age? Well, this one's different. I feel it in his old bones. It's going to be a mega hit. Alex stretches like a kitten and moves to the couch. I think you're right. In fact, I know it. And I bet a lead would be perfect for Donna. How would you know that? Did you read it first? I just feel it. Instinct is a beautiful thing. If you trust it, only the best can happen to you. Believe me. Well, I believe it up to a point. For example, look at yours truly. I am the picture of confidence. Yet you let me follow those instincts of yours and I can fall into a peck of trouble. Mm, You're following your desires, not your instinct. I can feel that you're on the right track, though. You don't do what others want you to do. You try to do what you feel is right for yourself. But your pretty little friend here, she has another... Oh, no, you don't. Alex, please stop. You can play with Tommy's mental gymnastics all you like. But don't monkey around with my decision, damn it. Donna exit. Alex leans on the couch and stretches. You're in love with her, aren't you? And you have been for a long time. Don't deny it. You shouldn't. That would be against nature. Whoa, 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 whoa. Are you, are you psychic or something? In a way, but that's not important. The facts are important, however. Fact one, you love Donna. Fact two, Donna loves you. And lastly, fact three, we both know that her desire to run away is based solely on fear. Our conclusion should be obvious. We have to show her that she is wrong and that this is her home. You should be together and live happily ever after. Very simple, really. Now, tell me your doubts. Who the hell are you? Wrong direction, I'm afraid. Who I am is unimportant. But how do you know all this? I mean, you seem to see right into our minds. You never seem to work, but you have gobs of cash. Tell me who you are, or I'll tell Donna that there's something shady about you. Like you said, I care about her, and I won't let anyone take advantage of her sweetness. Alex smiles and stretches like a three-month-old kitten. You won't believe me. That's uh, probably true, but enlighten me anyway. I am what humans foolishly call an angel. A what? A-N-G-E-L. In actuality, I'm a projected reality created from Donna's spirit. I'm merely here as a guide for all three of you during this difficult time. Eh, that's what we do. Tommy is dumbstruck. He just stares at Alex. She merely nods her head. He lies on the sofa with his hands over his face, shaking his head. You're an angel. Yes. Blackout. Scene two, later on that night. Donna is relaxing on the couch in the dark. The only light in the room is from a candle on the table. Joan lets herself in and flips on the light. Hello? Donna, 
Are you here? Goodbye. Where the hell are you? Donna waves goodbye to her sister. <laughs> cute. Really cute. I can't believe everyone thinks you're so sweet. They are merely fools and innocents. I'll be an innocent then. Really? Hmm? May I ask why you are lying in the dark in the middle of the day? Why are all the curtains closed? I'm not in the dark. The world is. Oh, come on, sis. What's wrong? I know when you're depressed. I am not depressed. I'm an idiot. What's going on? What are you talking about? What do you think? What do you mean, what do I think? Donna sits up and looks over at her sister. Is it a family tradition to ask a question with a question? Just say what you think. What do you want me to say to you? Another question. Please, Joan, I am not a piece of porcelain. What do you think? You're not an idiot. Why do you think you are? I'm envious, and it depresses me. Of who? Whom? Yes. Ooh. Yep, Alex. And, of course, the thought of Tommy and Alex. (laughs) Why? She's perfect, and I'm not. I'm a big, fat flop. (laughs) You're not fat or a flop. You're a beautiful young girl. I am not young. I'm almost 30 years old, and in this town, I am fat. I would have to really get going to be a success, not these tiny featured parts here and there. I'm, I'm, oh, oh, baby. That's the point, Joan. I'm not a baby. I have to do something, damn it. Blackout, scene three. Alex enters uh, from the bedroom and crosses to the center stage. She crosses her legs and meditates. Donna comes in from the front door. She looks at Alex with interest but says nothing as she sits on the couch. Alex opens her eyes and smiles up to Donna. You should try meditation. It'll help you worry less, my friend. If you don't mind, I'd rather not talk to you right now. Why ever not? We only have a few more days together. Let's part friends, okay? Why? Nothing. Please, leave me alone. You can trust me, you know. I don't wish to discuss things with you at this time, so if you don't mind. Of course I don't mind. I think you do, though. You're all bottled up with emotion. It's not good for you. You should just tell me what you're feeling. I'm a big girl. I can take it. Why don't you shut up and butt out of my life? I don't want or need your advice or help. Just tell me what is disturbing you. This is what I hate. You are so damn calm and cool. Never a goddamn hair out of place. You know everything and see everything. You're so damn sanctimonious. You know who and what you are. You know where you're going. Well, I don't. I'm not. Stop trying to help me. Just leave me alone. I do understand. I can help you. I know. You're perfect. I'm not. I'm a... I'm... 
Donna, there's a reason I appear perfect to you. It's not important. It's an illusion, though, and I have no physical interest in Tommy. Yeah, right. Can you admit that you love him? Not to me, but to yourself? Don't be silly. Am I? We're buddies. You feel more for him than friendship. You don't think men and, and, and women can be just friends, huh? Yes. Well? In your case, friendship transformed into love, and that's beautiful. There's nothing wrong with that. It's one of the magical qualities of love. Can't you just accept it? Don't you want to be happy? What's wrong with just accepting a blessing when it's given to you? Of course I do. Then why are you stopping yourself? He's my friend. What right does he have to love me? It's not right. It's, it's not fair. It's... it's <laughs> <laughs> After they both break into giggles, she gets up and sits next to her on the floor. Am I an idiot? Nah, just very human. Blackout. Act 3, Scene 1. The next morning finds Alex and Donna doing yoga poses together. Tommy knocks and enters the apartment. They see you two. You look like a couple of pretzels. (laughs) Very funny, wise ass. I think you can find the way to the fridge. Ooh, there's some delicious pizza left over from last night. What, would I, what on earth would my tummy do without your goodies? Well, soon you'll only have my goodies. Donna leaves on Sunday. Oh, come on, buddy. Just extend it a week. Eat <laughs> some pizza, Tommy. I'm going to go change my clothes. Donna exits and goes through the bedroom door. Once Donna has left the room, Tommy turns to Alex. Well, Angel, any luck talking about this? That's your job. I'm merely here as a catalyst and to talk to. A catalyst? Catalyst. Yes, that makes sense. You're rather feline for an angel. Meow, yes. I know I'm rather kittenish, but that is my personality. Can't be helped, I'm afraid. Tommy, ask Donna out. She's more than willing. Donna, pizza's ready. Alex gets up and takes the pizza out of the oven. She smells it and puts it on the table. She then walks over to the couch and stretches out. Ask her, Tommy. You might not get another chance. Donna enters the room. How do you know that? How does who know what? Oh, nothing, nothing. I see. Donna. Yes. Would you like to have a farewell dinner with me? I would love it. Only if you let me fix it. Really? Great. Really. Deal? Bingo! Blackout. Scene two. The setting is very romantic. The lights are dim. There are candles all around the living room. Donna is dressed beautifully, and the light just makes her shimmer. Tommy enters. He's all dressed up, too. He's very nervous like a kid on his first date. Hi. Hi. Um, 
Come in. Have a seat. This is just so silly. You know that? (laughs) Yes, it is. This is the first time I have ever felt uncomfortable with you, ever. So, what do we do about it? Uh, We should try and put each other at ease. Can be done, but how? Uh, I don't know, but I don't want to mess up our friendship. Yeah, but you're going away anyway. I know, but... There's a, look, there's only one way to settle this. This. Donna pulls Tommy to her and kisses her hand tenderly. Then, very slowly, it grows very passionate. When they run out of air, they pull back and look at each other in astonishment. Wow. Uh, What do we do now? I don't know. What do you think? Um, Why don't we eat? Well, that sounds safe enough to me. Donna walks over to the kitchen area and brings food back to the table. Tommy crosses over to the table and sits down across from Donna. Hey, if we both eat the garlic bread... We won't even be able to tell. Oh, let's experiment. They both take a bite of bread, and then they reach over and kiss. What started as a game turns passionate. They part and begin to eat their own food quietly. Hmm. Did you hear the landlady be changing all the locks for security reasons? Well, it is about time they do something for security around here. I hear she's going to raise our rent, too. I guess you'll have to raise the rent for Alex, then. I may, yeah. They fall silent and eat. Any more? Sure. Do you want the bowl? Are you kidding? Donna gets up and crosses to the kitchen area and returns with a bowl. She hands it directly to Tommy. This is delicious. I don't know why you go out. So much. You're a great cook. You'd save a fortune in transportation and clothes. <laughs> I know, but I'm an actress. I have to be seen. Oh, had. Had to be seen. Do you have to go? If I didn't, it would leave Alex in quite a fix, wouldn't it? Yeah, but she'd understand. She, she's a nice girl. And she's perfect. Is she? They both play with their food. There's a rustle at the door, and Alex pokes her head in. Am I intruding? Not anymore. Come on in. I'm going into my room to change into something more comfortable. Donna exits to the bedroom. What happened? She's jealous of you. I couldn't tell her. Angel, I hardly believe it myself. Donna? Yes? Could you come here, please? I'd like to have a short chat. Um, I have company. Tommy wouldn't mind taking a bit of a walk, would you, Tommy? Uh, yeah, uh, okay. I'll be back in 15 minutes. He whispers quietly to her. Do you some angelic magic quickly, okay? For all our sakes. Alex smiles and gestures to the door. Tommy gives her a look and exits. Donna re-enters the room and sits on the edge of the couch. All right. You can tell me now. 
We're alone. I don't know what you're talking about. Why did you two fight? You already know. Tell me about it. You know it was about you. I see. So would it put your mind at ease if I assured you that there was no possibility of anything happening between Tommy and I? Are you gay? I'm an angel. What? Donna, do you remember when you were 15 years old and you prayed every night for guidance and then you had a dream that helped you? Hey, did Joan tell you about that? Does Joan even know about it? No. If you look in my eyes, you're going to feel that same feeling from your dream, that warm, loving feeling of comfort and guidance. I, I don't believe it. Can you disbelieve what you yourself see? Tell me about your dream. I know you've had it many times. You've had it recently, haven't you? Well, I'm in a bedroom, and I'm floating above my body. And there was another girl floating next to me. She was a spirit. I could see right through her, but I could feel that she was real. She was, she was, wait. Oh, my, she she was you. Go on. I, I was devastated when my mom and dad were killed in a car crash. I was considering joining them. Uh, killing myself. Then I had this dream, and the girl, you, or whoever it was, said my parents wanted me to go on. They see a beautiful life ahead of me, and they want me to make that dream be a reality. She said that my folks wanted me to go after my dreams, that they were more important than anything else. She said that I should keep trying to reach my dreams and they love me and that that they are proud of me and always will. Donna is now crying deeply. She sits on the couch and curls into a little ball. Alice sits next to her and pulls her into a hug. She gently pets her hair. Right. You have done beautifully, old friend. And now I would like you to allow true love into your life. You deserve it. You're a wonderful actress, and you should not stop going after your dream. Tommy wants you to. Your sister wants you to. And you want to, but you're scared of it. You're scared of all of it. Never lose your dreams. That's what holds you together. It's your soul that's the driving force toward the dream. Now mull that over. Alex pats her shoulder and then points to the door. As if on cue, Tommy enters. Guess what? There's an audition tomorrow. They say it's the role that every actress would give her IT for. You have to go for it. Donna looks at Alex shocked. Alex winks at her. Donna gets up and crosses to Tommy and pulls him into a passionate kiss. We will discuss it later. Right now we have other things to chat about. Our future is right around the corner, and we have a lot to talk about. Believe me, it will be a long, tiring chat. Whatever you want. 
But there's no argument. You're going to that damn audition. Yes, darling. Blackout. Scene three, next afternoon. Tommy, Joan, and Alex are all waiting for news of Donna's audition. Alex is calmly playing solitaire. Tommy is pacing, and Joan is sitting on the sofa drumming her fingers on the arm of it. Tommy stops dead in the middle of the room and spins toward Joan. Joan, please stop. What? Tommy walks over to the table, puts his hand over Joan's fingers, then he taps his fingers to show her how annoying it is. She quickly removes her own fingers from under his hand. Thank you. Joan gives him a dirty look. You're welcome. Speaking of obnoxious behavior, please stop pacing the room. You're leaving a hole in the floor. Yeah, well, I'd rather be a gopher than a jackhammer. Please stop it, you two. You're both acting like children. You both like and respect each other. Now act like it. You're both scared that one of you are closer to Donna than the other. And that's all that's disturbing you two. Well, you need to think about this. Tommy and Donna are engaged. You are all stuck with each other for the rest of your lives. So you can either kiss and make up or have migraines for the rest of your lives. Tommy and Joan just stare at each other. You're actually engaged. Yes. When? Last night. (laughs) She didn't tell me. Well, she left early this morning for her audition. It was a bit of a cattle call, so she wanted to go very early. I sure hope it will be a double celebration tonight, though. Yeah, if she gets the call back. She will. How do you know? Are you psychic? Yeah, she can be. Tommy and ex- Alex exchange a sly look, then Joan does not catch. Suddenly there's a rustle at the door, and Donna enters with a paper bag for her audition. She looks sad. She walks over to Tommy and gently kisses him. Then she gently kisses her sister on the cheek and hugs Alex. Then she goes back over to Tommy, hugs him, and starts jumping up and down, screaming, pulling out a bottle of champagne. I got the call back! All right! I knew it! Alex quietly sneaks into the bedroom, gets her packed bag and a gift. The others are all excited, celebrating, and acting silly. Alex leaves the gift on the sofa and exits. Alex, I have your glass. Alex? Alexandra? Where'd she go? I don't know. She was here a second ago. Well, there's a gift on the sofa. Donna, it's it's for you. Donna opens it and takes out a beautiful crystal necklace. She reads the card and smiles. Wish every good wish. Dream every good dream. With this crystal, you will always have a part of me with you. Uh, she's gone. Her stuff, it's gone too. She just disappeared and you're not upset? It was time for her to go. (laughs) No, I'm not upset. I'm grateful, Joni. I am so very grateful. What the hell are you grateful for? Donna kisses Tommy passionately. When they part... She gently takes the necklace and hands it to Tommy, and he puts it around her neck and kisses the back of it. The two raise their glasses in a toast. The angels. To dreams. 
<laughs> to analysis. The end. Question mark. Next episode of Sherry's Playhouse will be called Spin. It's a story of two families who are torn apart by violence and collide in the most unexpected way. A story about loss, love, and forgiveness and the ever-spinning journey that we call life. Thank you very much for listening to Sherry's Playhouse. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.